We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. Welcome one, welcome all. It is game day and the Packers out on the West Coast and well, <laughs> uh, I don't know if uh, Joe and I, maybe you and I, Joe, should have made the flight out there because uh, we could have suited up with everybody that's out of this ball game. Uh, uh, at least uh, for the 49ers, nobody's playing. They got some beer vendors that are going to be playing. Uh, beyond that, uh, not a whole lot happening. <laughs> it's just, it's the weirdest damn thing. So uh, anyway, the uh, the 49ers, in case you're just tuning us in, uh, they had uh, been hit with COVID yesterday. We knew that. Bourne was down. You got some more players, uh, two wide receivers and their tackle all down with the uh, the COVID close contact. So they're not going to be playing. We know with the Packers, they're down to a, uh, a a running back, a running back, and that's the extent of it. It's just going to be a weird game tonight. Just a weird game. Normally you would say, you know, it's going to be tough for the Packers to – play and then go on the road to the west coast on a thursday night that's always difficult to begin with and but then you throw in the fact that garoppolo's out and kittle's out and the wide receivers are down and and it just this is like you're going to be flipping your 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 scorecard over and going okay who's this guy what where's where, where where are they from what this guy this guy worked for budweiser earlier in the day he was a delivery man i mean it, so that's the kind of night it's going to be when it comes to uh comes to the game but and again, you could always say that the Packers are uh, catching them at a good time. So, uh, by the way, this is the Bill Michael Show. We are glad you are with us. Thanks so much uh, for hanging out with us, as always. And uh, don't forget, coming up tonight, we are going to have the Green and Gold Postgame Show. Gary Ellerson and I, we're going to break this one down and give you all the analysis. And I don't even, I don't know what to expect tonight, you know. I, I'm kind of surprised the NFL has said no. Now, I was watching today on Good Morning Football. They said it a little bit kinder than Adam Schefter said it. But basically, uh, the NFL has no intent of calling this game off. No intent. So, I, you know, short of, you know, another 10 players going down, they have no intent of calling this thing off. So just, just, just so you're aware. 
So coming up here at the bottom of the hour, Brian Billick, uh, he has won a Super Bowl. He's now with the NFL Network, and he's the host of the Q Factor podcast as well. We're going to talk with the coach. He's going to be joining us. And also, uh, Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette is going to be here. Joe Shasky, he's the co-host of the Morning Roast on 95.7 The Game out there in San Francisco. We're going to get his thoughts on this. And don't forget, it's Thursday. You know what that means. It's Fantasy Football Thursday with Kate Majuke. She's going to be here from BallBlastFootball.com and RotoWorld.com. So we got all of that coming up today. But are you are you surprised they're playing this game? And I'll take it a step further. Are you looking forward to this game tonight? Part of me says this is an absolute freaking train wreck. The other part of me says this is going to be great. You know, this is going to be this is like you can see the car crash coming around turn one at the start of the Daytona 500. There's always a wreck in the first lap or two where people are going for positioning. Everybody's kind of amped up and anxious, you know. So, And you know the wreck is coming. So you're sitting on the edge of your seats going, here comes the, here comes the crash. Here comes the, it's not good racing, but here comes the crash, right? Here, here we go. Here we go, crash. And then somebody ultimately spins out. Their tires aren't heated up or whatever. And then they go spinning off up towards the wall, and somebody gets caught up in it. And then before the, the race even gets going, you've got five cars that are out of the race or banged up, okay? And you know they have – now they have no shot, right? So tonight – in week nine, the Packers at five and two, the 49ers at four and four, seven twenty Central Time. Jimmy Garoppolo's out. George Kittle's out. Packers are out. I mean, are you looking forward to this contest tonight? They have from short of their offensive line from last year, all the weapons that San Francisco ran at the Green Bay Packers. Okay, all of the all the weapons. They have how many remaining? Look at my hand. Zero. Zero remaining. There's nothing there. So the other question, I thought this was interesting. I was watching uh, the Four Letter Network this morning, and they were saying, now think about this for a minute, that tonight is a, quote, must-win game for the Green Bay Packers. Because San Francisco won't have any offensive players who touch the ball in the NFC Championship game playing for them tonight. None. Zero. So, if the Packers don't win this game, because they have had the quote uh, going into play uh, L.A., the Chargers the first time, well, it was a lack of energy. We just, it was a weird stadium. It was just, it was a weird setting. Wasn't a great work of preparation going to the West Coast. Okay, great. A couple weeks later, you go back. You take take on San Francisco. Well, it was Kyle Shanahan, the master. Out coaching Matt LaFleur. It was, again, it was just a weird week. We tried to do things differently. We tried to do things in the hotel differently. Okay. So, okay, going to the West Coast was a bugaboo. You go out there and lose this game when they've got two beer vendors from Budweiser. They have got an orthopedic surgeon probably and three guys that were on furlough from some office place somewhere probably playing. Uh, If you don't win this game – just yeah, just a towel. Yeah, give me a towel. I'm throwing it in just right there, there on the on the floor. 855-830-8648. 855-830-8648. Are you surprised they're actually playing this game tonight? Okay, should they have pushed this thing back? And is it a must-win game 
for your Green Bay Packers? Is it a must-win game? Now, record standing-wise, okay, you know, no. it's If they lose this game, it's not detrimental. But if you don't win this game, come on, then clearly the West Coast is in your head. Clearly Shanahan is able to out-scheme Matt LaFleur. That is the Achilles heel. Clearly you have not fixed or even come close to fixing, fixing the problems you've had defensively. Or guys have just said to hell with it. We all know um, from all the reports coming out of Green Bay and things that are coming out nationally now that uh, there's there's some uh, there's some Mike Pettin hot seat going on. Matt Lafleur threw down the gauntlet saying they better fix it and fix it quick, you know. And I don't think he was just referring to the fact that we got to fix you know we got to get ourselves right as a team, not we. It was you know yes we, but he was very much pointing the finger in those comments at uh, at uh, what was going on behind the scenes defensively. Last time Aaron Rodgers was basically pressured and harassed. But Bosa and company, I mean, Bosa's not even there. So you don't win this game. Come on, man. Come on. What the hell's going on? You don't win this one. You're, you don't win this one tonight. Man, we just may may let you handle the entire Green and Gold postgame show, Joe. You don't win that th- this thing tonight. Well, hey, I'm hosting Green and Gold Overtime after <laughs> you jokers are off the air. And believe me, you want to see a very angry Radio Joe if they lose. Oh, my goodness. I, I, I'm just I, – you know, look, we, we all come slack after Tampa Bay, right? I mean, that was just mm-hmm. – it was just a dud game. They come back against Houston, and they play very well. Um, and then the Minnesota stuff happens. I, I just – and then the fact that you don't do anything at the trade deadline – it's all snowballing into something that no Packer fan wants to see right now. And tonight you have Aaron Rodgers. He's healthy. He's good to go. Yeah. You don't have a, you don't have a running game, but you got Aaron Rodgers. Mm -hmm. That right there should be an automatic win tonight. Should be automatic. And and I don't want to hear, you know, the NFL, we all know it's any given Sunday, any given Thursday, anything can happen, but, this 40s, this 49ers team is nowhere close to the 49ers team we saw twice last season. This is nowhere close to that. This is their D team. So just go out there and play fundamentally sound football. Don't let uh, you know Hasty and McKinnon go off for like 300 combined y- yards on the ground. Just play some good, fundamentally sound football like we've seen earlier this season and get out of there with a win. It's that simple. Let's not overthink this here. Yep. No, I get it. Uh, it, it, it. It will be absolute mayhem. So the question is, do you feel they should have moved this game? Oh, and uh, boy, is this a must-win game for the Green Bay Packers. 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. Hit us up over on Twitter if you should choose to do so. You can find me at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Radio Joe Sports. You can find our good buddy Evan Heffelfinger behind the glass and at Evan Heff 25. Facebook fan page. Go to Facebook.com slash The Bill Michaels Show. I'll do some Facebook Live there coming up later on tonight as well. And uh, so you can you, you can see that. Hit us up over there. Uh, Instagram, YouTube, the website, BillMichaelSports.com. You can also go back and listen to all the podcasts. You can listen to all the shows. And you can listen live at the uh, BillMichaelSports.com website. You can also follow us on the Radio.com app. Rick tweets us, says, there's no way in hell they should move this game. It's the only sporting event on TV tonight. Can you say ratings bonanza? And you are absolutely right, Rick. If this was a a detrimental game where you weren't going to make money on, eh, you'd probably move it. But, oh, boy. No, no, no. 
No, no, no. Hey, by the way, some breaking news coming out of the Chicago Bears organization. Uh, offensive lineman Cody Whitehair has tested positive for COVID-19, according to sources. Uh, another Chicago offensive lineman that tests positive after Jason Spriggs. Uh, the team is already in the uh, intensive protocol, but team officials decided to do everything virtual today anyway to be extra cautious and safe. So there you go. The Bears being affected by this as well. It's it's part of it, uh, and we can talk about that too. Part of it is it's it's just starting to become more prevalent. Um, it is what it is. Uh, the other part of it is that guys are. This is about the time that guys are starting to get a little bit stir crazy. You may go out and have a beer. You may go to the gas pump and forget to wipe your hands off. You get caught up in your regular routine and you don't think about it nearly as much. And all of a sudden, you're bringing COVID into the locker room, and before you know it, people are coming down with it. So, but uh, but yeah, it is. Uh, it's all over the place. All over the place, no doubt about it. Let's do this. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. I want to know: Should they have moved this game? And the second question is this. Do you feel this is a must-win game for the Green Bay Packers due to circumstances beyond our control? <laughs> More of the Bill Michaels Show next. You're listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. This portion of the program is brought to you by our good friends over there at Bud Light. Bud Light and Bud Light Seltzer. Bud Light Seltzer brings you the uh, the huddle. And we had a good one last night. Had a lot of fun. Thanks to Marcus Paff. Thanks to Mike Wicket. Had a fun time last night. Bud Light Seltzer unquestionably good. And uh, tonight... Going to do some Facebook Live as well, maybe during the game. So uh, be tuning in. Uh, follow us over on the Facebook fan page and uh, check that out. So the question is, as I have uh, posted over on Twitter, uh, and, and ESPN Stats and Infos uh, put this out. Uh, the 49ers skill players have been ruled out for tonight's game versus the Packers. Jimmy Garoppolo, George Kittle, Raheem Mostert, Jeff Wilson, Tevin Coleman, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, and Kendrick Bourne. Those players made up 71% of the team's scrimmage yards this season. This season. Which is why I asked the question, is this a must-win game for the Green Bay Packers? 855-830-8648. Again, 855-830-8648. Is this a must-win game for the Green Bay Packers? I think it is. You lose this game, I don't think you have any chance of winning on the West Coast after that. You got to win this thing. So you tell me, is this a must-win game? And should, or maybe the other question is, and I think it's legitimate, should they have moved this game? You know? Should they have moved this game? Should they have made this game, say, a Sunday uh, game or moved it to Monday or even Tuesday of next week? You know? Both teams would still have the ability to get ready for their next opponent should they have maybe moved this game. So 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. Um, looking forward to hearing from you. 
Give us a shout. Uh, over on uh, Facebook, over on Twitter, uh, Doug says, uh, move this for what reason? Because the Packers have the edge? No, I'm just just in, in competitive balance fairness. You know? You got three, four players on each. You're down to one running back on the Packers. You're down to one wide receiver for the 49ers. You know? I'm just asking the question. If, if, if you know, people feel that the Packers have an advantage in this one, okay, I'll go along with that. I'm not disagreeing with you there. So, it, it it's, you know, it, it it. I'm just asking the question. In in a as a viewer, uh, wanting to see the Packers beat. Now you wouldn't have Kittle. You wouldn't have Garoppolo regardless. But at least you'd get probably your receivers back and your running backs back, and you'd be able to kind of figure things out. You know. So that's all I was asking. I'm not saying you have to or anything like that. I'm just simply pointing out a fact that, you know, is what it is. It's it's ugly. <laughs> 855-830-8648. Again, 855-830-8648. Um, I want to hear from you. This one's from Mark who writes in a Wendy's email inbox. Of course they should not move this game. The Green Bay Packers finally have a shot at getting a win on the West Coast, and you want to take that away? I'm not saying I want to take it away. I'm saying, look, you'd like to be able to have both teams, not necessarily at full strength, but at least the non-COVID-related issues. You know what I'm saying? That's all. And there is with teams – I mean, just yesterday, just yesterday, the COVID issues are popping up. You know? Just yesterday. So – it's not like, uh, well, they've been, you know, quarantined for a week. This team, both teams have been going through these protocols. Now, I know they get tested every day and things like that, and I understand that. But you just want to make sure that you force this game and then all of a sudden you got more guys coming down with COVID because of it. You know, you might want to err on the side of caution. Uh, let's go to, uh, let's see here. Let's go to uh, Aaron. Aaron in De Pere on the fan. What's going on, Aaron? Not much, not much. Um to answer your first question, I think the only way they sh- would have or should have moved this game is if the 49ers are going to allow fans in their stadium. Um, I just I don't see that would be a responsible thing. I don't know if, if they have or not or what they're doing with that, but if they were having fans in the stadium, I don't think that would be a good idea to play this game with all of the COVID-related issues other than that I think the game should be played. I mean, we both have several players out, um, so I don't really think it creates an unfair or more fair advantage um, mm-hmm. one way or the other. Um, as far as um, you know, this is a must-win game. I think at this point in the season, this late in the season, every game that the Packers can win is a must-win game. Um, as you know, we saw with Minnesota, any team can get us. Um, so, and it's very clear that our front office isn't helping any. So, at this point, every win is a must-win if we want to accomplish the goals that we want to accomplish. Right. Yep. I get it. Appreciate the phone call. Eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight. If you want to chime in, feel free to go ahead and do so. Again, eight five five eight three zero eight six Four eight, give us a shout. Um, who else we have here? 
Let's see here. Let's uh, let's go to uh, – well, we all just went to Aaron. Let's go to uh, – well, Mark uh, just emailed me, and Mark said there's no way they should be playing this game tonight. It's not fair for either team. Uh, you've got unproven guys that are not going to have to shoulder the load. Well, but in football, though, don't you say, Mark, that it's next man up all the time? I mean, if these were injuries, you'd have to play the game. I'm only saying that as far as not playing this game, I'm not playing it because both teams are completely depleted. I'm saying it because – You've got recent, I mean, like in the last couple of days, COVID tests that have been positive. I don't know necessarily that I would risk just for the sake of playing this game and forcing this game in that I would have these two teams play when you could always push it, make sure that the safety protocols are okay, make sure that everybody's got clean, multiple clean tests and play the game on Monday night and feel a lot safer about it. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying it because the Packers do or don't have an advantage or the 49ers are down and they deserve to have their players back or anything like that. I'm not saying that, no. I'm simply saying just out of the sheer protocol and safety factor, would you feel better if they didn't play this game? Because the one thing that I would hate is they play this game and then all of a sudden on Sunday and on Monday you got positive COVID tests and on both sides. And all of a sudden now you've got to shut it down. And you've got now you've got to reschedule and games are being moved around and it, it then becomes the nightmare that nobody wanted. I mean, every day you got somebody popping up and teams going into protocols and, and intense protocols. And, and, and I understand it. And I appreciate the job that the NFL is doing and trying to do. And I, but I, I, it, is there a reason you have to play it tonight? You know, but then again, look, some of you feel like, you know, hey, everybody's getting it. Everybody's got it. We all know people that have had it and it's no big deal. Get it. Move on. And, you know, and you're good to go. So I whatever your whatever your thoughts are, I I understand that. Let's do this. Brian Billick, the Super Bowl winning head coach. He's going to be joining us. That is coming up next. This portion of the program brought to you by good friends over there. Quick trip. What's for dinner tonight? Hey, if you want to do something, take heat and eat. You're good to go. That's our friends at Quick Trip. They have all kinds of, just like just like mom makes, really good meals. They make them every morning. They're in the coolers in the afternoon. You can take them home that night. They have some terrific food over at Quick Trip. Use your Quick Rewards card. Continue to earn some uh, some bonus points at the pump, so to speak, and enjoy the, all the good meals that Quick Trip has to offer and anything else for that matter. Quick Trip's fantastic. Stop in and see our friends over there at Quick Trip. Brian Billick, Super Bowl winning head coach, NFL Network analyst, joins us next on the Bill Michael Show. Border to Border, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Well, the Packers and the 49ers are going to play tonight. It is a weird night, and uh, we had mentioned it a little while ago, but when you start to look at the statistics, uh, the 49ers skill players that have been ruled out for tonight's game, Jimmy Garoppolo with an ankle injury, George, Kitt, George Kittle, obviously, uh, he's injured as well, but then Raheem Mostert, who's injured, Jeff Wilson, Tevin Coleman, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, Kendrick Bourne, Kendrick Bourne and Ayuk and uh, Debo Samuel all out tonight because of uh, the COVID tests. Their left tackle out tonight as well. Those players have made up 71% of the team's total scrimmage yards this season. It's like, holy mackerel, you talk about trying to figure out who you're playing tonight. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll talk to uh, the head coach of the Super Bowl winning Baltimore Ravens and now with the NFL Network, our good buddy Brian Billick is back with us, also host of the Q Factor podcast. Coach, how you been? 
I am doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Is this not the weirdest thing? I mean, granted, we live in just unprecedented times right now, but when you're talking about so many guys out, the Packers are down to one running back. Uh, they're they're going to be missing players tonight. Uh, COVID has taken, obviously, players from San Francisco. Most of their offense is gone short of the line. I, I've never seen anything like this. Have you? No, no, it is unprecedented. And, and, you know, as a coach, you just foster the mentality of, you know, next man up, which is all well and good. The problem is next man up isn't as good. Otherwise, right. he wouldn't be the next man up. So, yeah, I mean, both are going to have to – what's going on with the 49ers is, gosh, you just laid out the numbers and what they're missing, how they piece it together. Clearly, they're going to have to run the ball somehow, plug yet again another running back into that Shanahan style of running game and hope that they can uh, indeed duplicate what they've done with those because that's the only way they're going to be able to survive is they run the ball well and keep it out of the hands of Aaron Rodgers. How close were you when it came to – because – um, the, the Packers, we saw what happened with Dalvin Cook this past weekend, the inability to stop the run and, and tackle and some of the fundamental things and such. But how close were you with the general manager when it came to the trade deadline about the possibility of filling a hole or two? Because I think to a man, we all look at this and say, well, maybe they could use some help up front. They could use a linebacker. They could use another wide out to help out Aaron Rodgers. That's probably the three glaring weaknesses that everybody recognizes. So as a head coach, at what point do you go to the front office and go, i got to have a guy? Yeah, all the time, and, and, and you're supposed to have that ready list of guys. The problem is the trade process in the NFL, unlike baseball and basketball, you know, it's kind of tough. It, it, because of the contracts, just the way the league is run, you, you're not typically going to have that wholesale, you know, I, I go get me a power forward, <laughs> go get me a utility, you know, infielder, that type of thing. Uh, it's hard to do and what's available and what you're actually going to get out of it. So, yeah, you're constantly having those conversations. You're constantly looking what may or may not be available to try to improve it. Now, we, we've taken that to a whole nother level this year, obviously, because everybody's doing that because all of a sudden you got to have a deep list because all of a sudden an entire room might get, uh, might get uh, eliminated on you because of the COVID. So at what point as a head coach do you look at it and go, I believe I've got a team that could get to a Super Bowl. I need one more piece. Uh, because, I, I, like I said, there's probably three holes on this Packers team. Now, granted, you take the Will Fuller situation out of it. Maybe they didn't want to give up a second-round draft pick for a guy that was going to be a rental. But, you know, I, when you see all these other teams that are front runners, Seattle and Pittsburgh and Kansas City and all these other teams, including Tampa Bay, making moves, and the, and the Packers are just kind of sitting there. I, I, I don't know what goes through the mind of a general manager, and I don't know how hard they work to make a deal, but – just sitting there going, eh, you know, no, we're not, we're not going to do anything. Is, as a fan, should fans be disappointed, or they, should they just say, well, just uh, the ship is steady? Well, you, you don't want to be that team. When you're a team that thinks you're just one player away, you're not. And very rarely does that work out. So from that standpoint, you got to feel good about it. And the pack just now come around to where they're, they're you know, active in the free agent market. So, uh, yeah, it can be frustrating, that, uh, but you have to look, again, what is the cost, short-term, long-term? Packers have always looked long-term. That's, that's worked well for them. Sometimes that's frustrating. Does that leave them a little short-handed at times? Possibly. All you have to do is look at their first-round pick this year. Certainly a long-term move uh, as compared to any number of moves they might have made in the first round that would have been more productive short-term. 
Is there in the NFC, I look at um, the way the NFC is kind of structured now. Granted, uh, Tampa Bay probably seems to be about the most complete team. I know that adding Snacks Harrison and, and Dunlap in Seattle really helps bolster that defense. But I, the way I look at it is I, there's no juggernaut in the NFC right now. I know New Orleans has their flaws as well. So do the Green Bay Packers. Is this one year where it's probably even near the top, the top four or five teams, they're all pretty much on equal footing? Yeah, we did a bit on this on the NFL Network this week, uh, talking about the NFC, and I'll even throw Tampa Bay in there. Uh, but but there is no dominant team. I mean, obviously the three top teams in the AFC, Kansas City, Pittsburgh, and Baltimore, and those are legitimate teams, and you can make a case for them getting all the way to the Super Bowl. In the NFC, there's, everybody has holes. Everybody has qualifiers, which is great for the NFC because that's who they're going to be playing, and, and one of them is going to make the, the, the championship game and go to the Super Bowl, but then they're going to have to face one of those AFC teams that's pretty darn good. So, uh, yeah, I agree with you 100%. We can make a sit here and I can give you three reasons why three, four, five NFC teams are going to be good enough to win the division, but I also have two or three reasons why they're not. Uh, Tampa Bay, you know, leading the list. Green Bay, clearly, uh, with Aaron Rodgers and, and, and the balance that they have, but are they going to stay healthy? Defenses seem to have been giving up a, a lot of runs. So, you know, yeah, they're, they're, everybody has some holes in the NFC. Under Matt LaFleur, Packers have been to the West Coast now three times, all three times losses. They faced the, the Chargers last year, got beat. They said it was a weird game. It wasn't, you know, the energy wasn't there. Then twice, obviously, to San Francisco. Uh, it, was there ever a, a you know a, a team that you faced in your coaching career that you just had a bugaboo? You just couldn't figure it out because you knew you prepped really well. You felt like you were prepared for the game. You just couldn't, for whatever reason, it just was a weird setting, a weird feeling, a weird energy that you just couldn't get past for whatever reason. You know, that can happen. Uh, uh, teams do seem to match up at times with others. I don't know that you can really quantify it. And, again, you do have to figure the cross. Now, I know it's not totally cross-country. We always talk about the east-west, west-east, those teams, the difficulty in the time zones and all that. Certainly Green Bay a little less so when they're being in the middle of the country. Um, but, but whether it's a mindset, uh, again, and, and this goes back to when they had different coaches. and You know, it's hard to quantify. But, yeah, there's always that team. Uh, Arizona, for instance, whether they're good or not, they always seem to play well against Seattle, who is mm-hmm. probably top to bottom a better team. But they, they always play better against Seattle than they do uh, any number of other teams. So it's hard to figure sometimes. Um, when, when you start talking about good teams, now I want to talk a little bit about the bad teams. I was watching uh, today that they were talking about the Dallas Cowboys and, and the Jets and the Giants and stuff and tanking. And I wanted to get your perspective because I can't imagine any coach going into any situation – not giving your all because coaches are coaching for their job. Players are playing for their job. Is this whole thing of tanking, this is completely media driven, correct? Oh, it, it, absolutely. I mean, I've never, first of all, I've been in this game, man, and boy, a long time. Never once, never once ever by anybody, ownership, management, coaches, ever heard anybody foster the idea that, you know, maybe it's better to lose here. Now, maybe they're thinking it. Okay, uh, owner, mm-hmm. general manager, boy, getting this first pick. If we did this or that, I could, you know, I boy, here's what I could do with that. But you would never espouse it because because when you're in the middle of it as coach and a player, as difficult as it is, and as bad as you may be as a team, uh, that mindset you just you wouldn't begin to say it. That, that is a total contrivance, in my opinion, 
by, by the fans and media because they're kind of wishfully thinking, boy, we'd sure like to get in that Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, uh, and, and, and so it's more they're thinking it than, than thinking that the clubs are actively, actively participating in a way to orchestrate that. There's a couple of teams that have been, been been bad early that have now gotten a couple of wins. You look at Minnesota, they just beat Green Bay. Atlanta's won two out of their last three. Detroit, albeit they lost last week, and they're going to be without Matthew Stafford most likely for this upcoming game. They were uh, inching near the 500 mark. Is there a team out there that you think that some of these teams, that are, they're kind of on the cusp and maybe after a really horrific start, they're starting to turn it back around? I mean, even San Francisco, but they lost Garoppolo, Kittle, and Bosa and such, and I don't know how they're going to be able to sustain without those guys, but – is, is there a team or two out there you think, you know what, don't sleep on these guys. They're not as bad as what the record indicates. Yeah, uh, from that standpoint, and particularly since we have a larger playoff field. So that's going to expand the field, not that they're going to go in and do anything different in the playoffs. Um, and, and whether it's really a bad team, that you're, Minnesota, you're right. They, they were a good, solid team, That whether it was the young corners, uh, they just had some bad breaks. I think they're better than their record indicates. I don't know how good they really are, and we still have to see Kirk Cousins step up. But I think Minnesota, as you said, falls in that category. Arizona has been a little up and down, uh, and they're intriguing. And Kyler Murray's the real deal. Their defense is, is playing better. Um, and, and, so, uh, and I think Tennessee is a team that, even though they were thought of highly coming in, they've had a couple losses. That uh, was a head-scratcher against Cincinnati. I don't know how you look at that and justify it. I tell you, a team that's really sneaky to me, and they've been good, they shouldn't be. Is Indianapolis? Mm-hmm. Uh, they're five and two. They're they're a sneaky five and two good. Now can they? You know, and it's all about Philip Rivers. And as long as he can be on a thirty pitch count, uh, that you you know you got a chance. Now if it's a 40-45, you're going to get all of Philip Rivers, which means touchdowns and interceptions. But that defense is pretty good. They take the ball away. Uh, I think Indianapolis is an intriguing team. We're going to find out against them this week against Baltimore. How about the Raiders? So the Raiders, I, I I looked at the Raiders and I went, oh, they're over five hundred. They're a four and three team. They've got some decent wins. I, are are the Raiders a good team that's on the come, or is that a team that uh, is still on the rise that uh, they're just not ready to kind of fly yet? Uh, no, I think they're there. You know, they, and and their commitment to you know they're going to run the ball uh, forty five times last week. Uh, Josh Jacobs is going to be one of those rare three hundred plus carry guides. Uh, so uh, this is, uh, you know, this is what they're going to do. They're better on defense. I like uh, Derek Carr. I think he's a good, solid court. Yeah, I think they, now they're in a, unfortunately in division. They're not going to catch up with Kansas City, but they're, they're, they still got a chance to, to, you know, do some damage. Coach, real quick, tell us before I let you go about the Q Factor podcast, because you just started doing this and I find it fascinating. Yeah, it's gone with the book, uh, The Q Factor, that came out last month. And, and uh, the people we talked to and just found the conversations interesting. So I decided to do a podcast, talking to people, with people like Bill Polian, uh, uh, Ozzie Newsome, talking to some great quarterbacks or getting some clips of great quarterbacks, whether it be uh, Joe Montana and, and uh, Steve Young and Troy Aikman and Kurt Warner and talking about what it takes to play that position. And it's been fascinating, and I invite people to, to check it out, the, the podcast, because obviously it's the most important position in the NFL, and it's one that uh, we traditionally in the first round screw it up. I mean, it's 50-50 at best. We ought to be better than that. 
Absolutely awesome. It's called the Q Factor Podcast. You also rep X-Tech Pads, our good friends over there. I see more and more in those on TV all the time, too, as well. But great to talk to you, Coach. I appreciate it. We'll touch base again soon, okay? Sounds good. Thanks, pal. Talk to you later. There you go. Brian Billick, uh, the Super Bowl-winning head coach, was with the Baltimore Ravens, now with the NFL Network. He's with X-Tech Pads. Also, he's got the Q Factor Podcast. Uh, and, and, you know, no position in sports is more critical to success uh, of a team than quarterback. So, Good stuff there. You can uh, find it, again, at the Q Factor Podcast. That's the Q Factor Podcast. And you can find it pretty much where any podcasts are. He joins us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years. They've been doing it. Call them, 844-PRIDE. Or go to schneiderjobs.com. This portion of the program brought, excuse me, brought to you by Sean and the gang, our good friends over there at Epoxy Flooring Done Right. EpoxyFlooringDoneRight.com. If you're a lot of people are doing home improvement projects, making uh, your home life more beautiful, that's what it's all about, and uh, they can help you out with that. Whether it's uh, you know epoxy floor coatings, polyurea floor coatings, business room business uh, businesses for showrooms, or maybe even industrial, and they warranty it for life. And they're hiring. Get a hold of Sean at epoxyflooringdoneright.com. That's epoxyflooringdoneright.com. Stay tuned. We got a lot more coming up, and also. Um, they're focused on stopping the spread, and we want you to take a listen to this. You're going to hear from the uh, Badgers head coach. Coming up next on the Bill Michael Show. 16 stations strong. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Now, a green and gold update. Brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veterans Services Department at cuw.edu slash veterans. Here's Mike Clemens. It's the Packers and the 49ers tonight at Levi Stadium. The game set to begin at 720. The 49ers had to shut down their facility yesterday after more players tested positive for the coronavirus. Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers says whatever. I'm not sure the circumstances around the, the positive test. We, you know, we know based on games that have been canceled and moved, other teams have, have dealt with similar situations. The Packers are short in the secondary. Kevin King and safeties Will Redman, rookie Vernon Scott, all out due to injuries. The 49ers have so many injuries or positive tests that not a single player who touched the ball in the NFC Championship game will play tonight. Packers offensive coordinator Nathaniel Hackett. Regardless of who the players are, it's, it's going to make you a little nervous. And I think that they do a great job. And, and we just have to treat everybody like the best player in the league and do whatever we can to move the ball. And the Packers have announced that due to the spike in COVID-19 cases around Wisconsin, there'll be no fans in the stands at Lambeau Field until further notice. Packers CEO Mark Murphy. I mean, obviously the safety of everybody involved, players, coaches, fans, you know, but when when you step back and you look at it, Mike, uh, the first priority is getting the games in and getting them on television. That's Mark Murphy. I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. Welcome back. Our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, ah, they got it going on. Great products, sales consultants who actually listen to you. They just, it's fantastic. It beautifies your home. You become more economical in your home. It uh, it makes your home more secure and safe. Windows that lock, doors that lock. You don't have to throw sticks in them and pray that the stick falls out or doesn't fall out. 
and it also adds value to your home. And right now, people are taking advantage of that. Schedule your free consultation. Go to PellaWI.com. That's PellaWI.com. And stop in to the uh, amazing Pella Experience Centers. They've got one in Brookfield, one in Green Bay, now in Madison as well. And you can discover all over the state just how easy it can be to go to Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. And uh, they've got a lot going on right now. Plus, the initial consultation, if you buy right there, they're going to give you an additional 5% off. That's on top of no money down, no payments, and no interest for two years. 5% off with no money down, no payments, and no interest for two years. Go to PellaWI.com. So, um... Paul Christ uh, basically says, look, I understand and certainly have uh, that as a goal when you talk about focusing on the team's chances of qualifying for the Big Ten title game. Um, but we really just want to have the opportunity to get back and do what we, uh, you know, had this, they had to stop the spread. Uh, that's what's most important right now. And then it's getting back to where we can be practicing and playing games. To look down the road seems a little crazy right now because all that matters is that we need to stop the spread, meaning, you know, the spread of COVID right now. And Paul Chris, he was one of the guys that tested positive for the virus on October 27th, scheduled to come out of isolation today. And the Badgers have not played since uh, the October October 23rd game when they got the win over Illinois. But uh, he's like, look, we, we just need to focus on stopping the spread, wrap our arms around it, and then we can get back out on the field. But their goal is... They want to come back and have a shot at playing for that uh, that Big Ten title game. That's what they want. So hopefully they're able to do it. Stick around. Coming up next, Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette. We're going to talk with him uh, about a couple of different things. One, is this a must-win game for the Green Bay Packers? And should they have moved this game because of the threat of COVID? We'll get into that discussion. We're also going to hear from Devontae Adams coming up. So we got a lot more to go. More of the Bill Michael Show is next. Everywhere in Wisconsin, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 